so much for being here on our podcast. This is our first episode where we'll be we'll be talking about five tips for better service quality. This is an episode that we are doing from our YouTube channel. Um, we uploaded a video to our YouTube channel in Spanish, but we wanted to do something in English so that everyone can have the same opportunity. During this difficult time that we're going through globally, it was very important for us to give you guys the tools to succeed when you go out there to the workforce again, because we are all going to go out there. This is going to pass. We're all going to be okay. So we wanted to give you those tools so that when you get out there, you can elevate your service quality and elevate your career, which is the main point of all of this. For us, it's super important that you comment your experiences or any thoughts that you have about this podcast. Or if you watch the video, the video does have English subtitles, so that's an option for you. Um, but you can also comment on the podcast. That's no issue at all. You can do it um, down here in the comment section, or you can email us at info at globalshc.com. Um, if you want to do it a little bit more private, we also have our social pages where you can ask us questions and comment of our podcasts and videos. That's where we share all the information and whenever new podcasts or videos get uploaded, we share it there. So um, you can look for us and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I will also have the email and those links in the uh, description of the podcast for your benefit. So it's very important before I start talking about this five tips for you to understand that they are designed to be used together. It's not going to work if you use one or if you use two or if you use none. You have to use them all together for them to work. And during this podcast and as we go along explaining each of them, you'll understand why. You'll understand why it's so important to use them together. And um, at the end, we're going to discuss at the, the uh, last point, number one, we're going to discuss a survey that I conducted where we're going to understand that why is important. All of them are important and why it's important to use all of them at the same time. So let's get to it and let's discuss this five tips for better service quality. Welcome. Number five, no more diminutives nor terms of endearment. This is especially difficult for us Latinos because it's in our culture to um, treat everyone with terms of endearment and diminutives just because it's part of who we are. That's how we provide service. But I've noticed that here in the U.S., many cultures do it too. So it's very important to understand why we shouldn't do this. And one of the reasons is because it is not professional, first of all, and it can make our customers feel uncomfortable or disrespected. Even though we don't do it in any harming way or with malice or anything like that, some people might take it disrespectfully or some people might not appreciate it. We have to remember that we all have gone through different experiences that make us makes us react differently in different circumstances so or different situations. So it's very important to understand that not everyone will take those terms of endearment or diminutives the same way. 
Now, there's times where we have relationships with our customers and our clients where these terms of endearment are perfectly fine because we already have that relationship there. We already have that type of communication and that is nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, If you have that relationship with someone, you can continue doing it. We're talking about the people that are coming into your business every day and they're new people and the people that might come um, every day and they're not new, but they don't necessarily have the relationship with you. So we always have to have that in the back of our minds. Um, I prefer dame, gentleman, sir, ma'am, things like that, because they don't um, put a label on anything. They, they don't have to do anything with age or with if you're married or single or anything like that. So those are my personal favorites. The important thing here is to look for those types of words and those types of phrases that can detach us from those terms of endearment that we're using so much. So no more babe, no more honey, no more hun, sweetie, etc. Those are the things that we have to try to avoid um, in, in any circumstance, except, like I said before, for those types of clients or customers that you have that relationship with. Number four, be cordial. It's the first impression our guests or our customers have from us whenever they go in into our establishment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. All of those are terms that we can utilize to be cordial. Um, We need to recognize our regular guests and our regular clients um, in different ways. It doesn't have to be any monetary way or anything like that, but calling them by their name, um, asking them how they are, how their week has been, what brings them in, etc. That are those are good ways that um, we can utilize or good ways to show people um, that we're cordial and we're empathic and we care. Also, this promotes when we are cordial to people, this promotes that very good feeling from the customer that we should all strive for. That feeling of, oh my God, I want to go back to that place. That place was wonderful. I was treated wonderful. It doesn't have to be an expensive place for you to treat your guests and your customers um, well and cordially. And we need to remember that there's nothing worse than going into an establishment for a customer or a client. There's nothing worse than going in there and noticing that no one is cordial to you or either pays attention to you. That's one of the worst feelings that as customers we can have. And as employees in the service industry, we need to strive to not do things like that, to not make people feel uncomfortable. We always need to strive to make them feel welcome, to be cordial, to be acknowledging them, um, having them coming back to your business because of how great you are as um, a service employee. So that's also something that we always have to keep in mind and we always have to pay attention to. We also have to remember that for the guests or for the customer, this is an experience. Whenever they decide to go to a restaurant and eat or go to a hotel and stay um, or go to a specific car dealership to buy a car, service is always involved as an experience. They want to have a good experience from the time they go into the establishment until 
the time they leave, they make the purchase or whatever the case may be. So we have to create this experience. Let's take a restaurant, for example. So the first person that comes in contact with a, a guest or a customer or a client in a restaurant is a hostess, typically. If the restaurant has valet parking, then the valet parking person is the first contact this guest has with um, our staff, right? So it all starts from then being cordial, but interestingly enough, it starts before then. Your experience starts when you choose the restaurant you want to go to. How easy the booking process was. Did you have to call the restaurant? Could you make it online, etc.? Next, there's the fact of finding the restaurant. Was it easy to find? Was the were the directions clear? Did Google Maps find it efficiently? Next comes the parking situation. Do they have parking? How safe the parking looks? Do I have to pay for parking, etc.? Or do they have valid parking? If they do have valid parking, how nice was the person? Do I think they're going to treat my vehicle with respect and nicely? Um, then we go into the host. The guest goes in. The host needs to pay attention to that door like nothing else in the world matters. That door is everything. We always have to receive in a microsecond. The second someone comes in through that door, a smile and good evening or good afternoon or good morning or whatever the case may be. And then after that, they have the experience in the table. Did the waiter come in in time? Did, they, he, did he or she take their order correctly, fast enough, efficiently enough? Was the good food good? How did the plates look? Was it nice presented? Was the bill correct at the end, etc.? So it's an experience, right? From from end, from beginning to end, it's an experience. So we have to always try to make that experience for our guests or our customers as best as we can. We have to make them and and um, entice them into coming back to our establishment and to be feeling those extraordinary feelings of happiness and feeling good we want them to come back and experience the same thing over and over again so super important we need to be cordial 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 it can be the littlest thing ever and it can make the biggest difference so remember be cordial eye contact and body language this is a vital part of effective communication it creates trust and security and also eye contact is looked at globally as a sign of respect now for this tip specifically i want you guys to do an activity with me so i want you to close your eyes for a minute and while you close your eyes think about a time that you went into an establishment and while you were there and they were giving you a service. No one looked at you, not in the eyes, not at your face and nothing. They were talking to you like you were not there. So close your eyes, think about that time and think how that made you feel. And would you go back to that place? And I'm gonna give you a few seconds here so you can think about that. So most of you, probably felt bad, felt disrespected, felt that you were not utilizing or spending your money in something that was worth it. And that is something that we have to avoid 
um, in our establishments, making people feel this type of way. And for that, eye contact and body language is super important. I'm going to bring you guys an example. When I started my hospitality career, I started at a nightclub. So it was very difficult for me to hear what people were asking me for and what they wanted to drink. I was a bartender there because of the noise, right? So there's a lot of places where there's a lot of noise, like nightclubs, restaurants, bars, um, sport venues, all these type of places where there's a lot of noise around us. You have to utilize eye contact. So I learned very early in my career how to utilize eye contact and body language, minds and my clients, to know what they were asking for, to know what they needed. Same with your regular customers. Sometimes you need to have to wait for them to tell you what they want. You already know. So it's easier for you to have it ready. Once you walk them, come through that door. If you know that person drinks course Light, have a course Light ready for them. That's part of good service. That's part of elevating your service quality. It is anticipating the guest needs, the client needs, and making it happen without them even telling you. Another reason why eye contact is so important and body language is so important, another example, um, I might say, it's in hotels. In hotels, when I worked in a hotel, um, we were trained to identify signs of human trafficking by body language and eye contact. Why? Because eyes, the eyes can tell you so much about a person. It can tell you if they're happy, if they're sad, if they're scared, and their body language too. So it's super important for us to practice these skills and to be able to understand other people's body language and to understand other people's eye contact. And for you to bring eye contact and body language to your um, establishment. That way, instead of a guest having to, pss, pss, hey, can you come here? You can look at this guest and already know that they need you in their table or this client, they need you in their table or they need you to assist them in some type of way. So it's something that it takes a lot of time to identify, but you also have to remember, and this is something that always helps me a lot, is that the eyes show emotions and necessities that can be very helpful to us in the service industry. So always have that in mind and be attentive to other people's body language. Be attentive to your own body language, to your own eye contact. Are you looking someone in the face? Are you not? Are you um, seeing or feeling that this person is upset? How can you help, etc.? So very important. Body language and eye contact are things that, again, are free to us. We don't have to pay anything for them. And they can elevate our service quality to the next level, which is what we want at the end of the day. Efficient problem solving or problem handling. When we solve a problem efficiently or we work on our problem handling skills, we're showing empathy to our customers, to our employees, to our coworkers, etc. And if you haven't watched our video about empathy, look it up. It's on our Facebook page. It's a super cool video where we talk about how empathy can help us elevate our service quality. And it explains why empathy is so important when resolving problems or solving issues. When you solve an issue, it can dramatically change what the guest or the client perceives or of the establishment, right? 
Um, and, and sometimes we have to take ourselves out of this mindset that problems are small. They might be small to you, but we need to always remember that it's not about us. It's about the customer. It's about the client. What is big to them? So it might be a very small problem to us, but it's big to them. So we need to try to solve it as much as we can for this customer, as small as it might be for us. And this creates a sense of importance for that guest or that customer, right? Because they feel, okay, well, I'm important enough and you care enough about me that you're going to solve this issue, even when it's small to you. So that's something that we always have to strive for in the service industry and always have to give that customer that sense of importance. It's very interesting. Um, and we will see this in point in in Tip number one, I'm sorry, where we will talk about a survey that we did, how solving problems is actually a major fact in people deciding if they're coming back to the establishment or not, if they have an issue and how well was that issue resolved. And it's super interesting also to know that we can change a guest perspective dramatically, meaning that a guest can have a bad experience from beginning to end in your establishment. But if you are willing and you achieve to solve that issue in the right way for them, that can turn them around and come and make them come back to your establishment, even though they had a horrible experience before. We are actually now working on a video on problem handling and tools um, for effective problem handling, and that's coming up soon. So remember to subscribe to all our social medias and uh, social media pages, sorry, and our YouTube channel so that you can be aware when all of this is coming out. And we are going to talk about those problem handling tools. However, in the meantime, you can always use Google. That's my favorite tool. You can just Google problem handling tools and you will find an array of different um, perspectives and these different tools and different approaches to problem handling. So you can do that in the meantime. You can also email us at info at global shc.com your questions or your um, concerns that you want to submit so we can discuss them in that future video and podcast that way you can have those tools so remember problem handling is something that can change the perspective that the client has towards us so it's very important for us to practice problem handling and practice those tools and practice different situations within the establishment that can happen that can impact your um, establishment and how can we can begin or you can begin to solve those issues efficiently. Number one, smile. For me, this is the most basic aspect of service quality and it's the easiest one and it's free, right? We don't have to pay to smile. It doesn't cost us anything. So I utilize this tool constantly just because, you know, it's a free thing that I can utilize that helps and makes everyone feel welcome and comfortable. So for this specific podcast, we um, decided to do a survey. In this survey, 44 people participated from different backgrounds, different countries, some from the United States, some from Puerto Rico, some from Latin America. So it was an array of people, different people that participated. And we asked three different questions um, on this survey. The first question was, do you notice if people smile at you when they're providing a service? The second question was, is it important for you to be smile at 
when you're receiving a service. And the third one was, if from the beginning to end of being in an establishment, you don't receive a smile, would you go back to that establishment? And it was very interesting. And this is where we're going to understand why the other four tips that we talked about are so important to use them all together. And how can they help you to build that trust and confidence with your clients or your guests or your customers? So on the first question, do you, did you notice if people smile at you when providing you with a service? 84% said yes and 60% said no. In the second question, is it important for you to be smiled at while receiving a service? 82% said yes and 18% said no. Now the third question gets interesting because it said from the be if from the beginning to when you don't receive a smile, would you go back to that establishment? 60% said yes and 30% said no. The interesting thing about this is that 59% from that 66% were yes with conditions. So with conditions, I mean, yes, but they need to solve my problem efficiently. Yes, but they need to be cordial. Yes, but they need to treat me with respect. Yes, but they need to have eye contact with me. Yes, but it depends on the other facts of the service. So for me, it was very interesting to know that most people had a yes with a condition. I thought that most people would say, no, I would not go back to that place. But that was not the case, right? The case was uh, most people will go back. However, they do have conditions. So this is why it's, it's so important to use all of the tools that we provided you today um, together because as you can see in those conditions they were all tied to everything that we've been talking about so this brings me back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast where I talked about using this five tools or tips together is what's going to bring you success and this is why because people are more likely to analyze and view what you did other than specific points as a whole. They want to see it as a whole. They want to understand it as a whole and like I said they want an experience. So you can make that experience better. That's no issue at all. You just have to work on that and use all of these tools and all of these tips together to reach that service, to reach those standards that your guests and your clients and your customers are looking from you. So these are the five tips for better service quality. I hope you guys liked it. And please remember to follow us on our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. The um, links will be right here in the description of the podcast so it's easier for you guys to find subscribe to this podcast and our youtube channel so you can um, be aware of our new content as soon as it comes up always remember that we do some content in english and some in spanish so that everyone can benefit from this and if always you have any questions any comments suggestions anything at all you can always email us at info at global shc.com and that email address will also be available down in the description for you guys. So thank you so much for joining us. We hope to see you guys soon. And please be kind, elevate your service, and we'll get through this together. Have a good one, guys.